Alright, so are we good just to wing it? Yeah. Alright, we're just gonna wing this. No, we're not. We, we have to, we're gonna talk about family and like Lego and something winging it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so are we all good? In five, four, three. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Cali Brick Click, episode 48. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and almost done. Almost done, right? Shout out to you if you're catching this because it's about to be Thanksgiving. Turkey Day, however you celebrate it, hopefully you had a good one. And you can catch this podcast on all your podcasting platforms. Look, I'm trying to, I'm stumbling. We got Google, right? Yeah. I already lost it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be clear? You, you can't be clear on this. I, I can't, I can't. I tried, you know, I, I put my suit and tie on, tried to get my professionalism in there. No, nah, it didn't happen. It looks like you're wearing a green shirt. Oh crap! I did. I guess I didn't even change. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> but yeah, you know we have the plastic architect. Hey, shy time. Yo. Yeah, yeah. And a special guest, Lego Danny Bob. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how uh? How was you guys' week? We'll start with the banter. You know how we get into it. Oh yeah. Um, I I've lost my voice. If it's not obvious. Um, and it was probably from screaming a little too loud, um, back at Disney, it was a ton of fun, but I, yeah, I was saying earlier that like my, I I don't know if it's like inner ear or like my, it just like, it feels like I'm getting jostled a lot more than I used to on these like roller coasters. You feel a shake. Vertigo feeling. (laughs) No, not vertigo. No, no, no. I didn't get that. But like, you know, like the up and down. So like if like heights and falling if if anything have always been the thing that would scare me the most right with like Mm -hmm. any kind of roller coaster even when i was younger but i was like fine i remember like the tower of terror you know being like kind of fun and exciting and 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 but the drop being like pretty calm especially relative to like universal rides and like um you know six just any other like six flags yeah yeah. which i used to like i think i've been to i've been to so many six flags park a six flag park when i was younger and like and i like loved it i could do whatever but you know man it's just well it's a little different now so i quite literally screamed for 100 percent of the ride for guardians (laughs) of the galaxy um and was maybe not thrill but maybe pain <laughs> yeah no I, th- I part of it i was like when is this over because it was just like up and down and up and down and i was like i got it like point point taken and like i couldn't so the whole point of it is like it it has like music and there's like different um there's different songs that'll come and then like the drop sequence is based oh. it changes per song or whatever and so and you know guardians obviously this amazing movie with like tons of like just a great a great like score or I mean whatever you know a great like song list anyway I couldn't I could barely enjoy it because I was like going up and down I don't think Sans was like what is wrong with you I was like you don't understand well did Sans so- at least enjoy California Adventure yeah he liked it he's been there before we like oh, he, he likes it he, yeah okay. he, he thinks it's still there. like an inferior park to um oh, wow. Magic Kingdom and I agree Doesn't with him the new like Marvel Avengers. The Avengers campus is like surprisingly a letdown. It's very much Ooh. like it's, it's like if you're expecting Galaxy's Edge, it's like absolutely nowhere near. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, did they make yeah. it out of like the Bugs Life area? That's it's a Bugs small. Life. It's a small area, and then obviously you can just tell by the budget that they put into both of those areas yeah. that it's not going to be anywhere. No, remote no, no. it's very it. much like a like a photo op area. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, and sure. they're trying to capitalize more on character meet and greets and like kind of shows and stuff like that i feel like like that's how marvel is in that mm -hmm. area because there's always been like little photos photo ops area like for Mm -hmm. the uh characters and stuff like that so i feel like it's probably better that they have an area yeah but the thing is like i i don't know i thought the food there is like ant-man themed which is like pretty cool there's like that oh. is really successful. It's creative. It's really interesting. Oh, the pin like, kitchen. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. Like, can you can you be more specific? That's yeah. It's pin, it's pin it's based kitchen. on ants. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's 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 ant food. No, no, no. It's basically it's got like the pin molecule have been applied to the food, and so they play with proportions with like just yes. like pretty normal food, like a like a chicken schnitzel is like really big and then the bun that it's like <laughs> on is really small or like they have a huge oversized like multi-person pretzel and they have like you know you walk in and they have like this thing that 
goes around that like the pretzel shrinks or gets bigger. And it's, it's really, it's really creative. It's really interesting. And then they have like the way they set it up is they also have a separate like outdoor bar area that you can get like kind of the same playful in terms of experimentation with drinks and stuff like that. Um, but like we don't really drink. And so that's like one of the pluses of California Adventure. It's like very much they brought that like Epcot thing where you can like, you know, go around and like have a cocktail, which I totally get for like so many parents that like like that. Yeah. Like how that could make your Disney experience a lot better, which is why it's I like California over. Adventure. Yeah. But there was like a food um, festival going on, which was really fun. So like because we're annual pass holders, so we got to get this like little pass and like, you know, redeem these like tokens. And that was really fun. And the food – Disney has gotten like a lot more experimental and fun, you know. So oh, that's good. So it got better. Yeah, yeah. it's gotten better. Yeah, better. it's like it's yeah. super fun and like the um. But I feel like California Adventure when it first opened, which is what I remember, was like a huge fail. And it's always been just like um, they've always been trying to like make up for that. And Cars Land was is incredibly successful. It's like really cool. It's like very immersive. Yes. It's that and galaxy's edge are probably, I would say the top lands in terms of it, like the integration between, you know, the theming and like uh, where it is. I just don't know why they don't call it radiator Springs. I don't know why it's called cars land. It's kind of weird. I thought it, oh, it's the maybe I just call it radiator Springs. <laughs> maybe, may, I, maybe that's what it is. It's gotta but, be easier for the kids. Yeah. But have you, have you, who's been to, to Galaxy's Edge here? Because it's incredible. And I'm not even a Star Wars fan. Like, I've, been, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there a few times. It's okay. amazing. It's just really, you can't really put it into like scope of description. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to go and experience it yourself. It's every piece of that land has not been like overlooked. No, even the bathrooms are like themed. Yeah, everything yeah, is yeah. It's really cool. the way the And if you're able to steal a spork, the early early year of it, then good for you. Otherwise, no, you buy one. dollars for it. Yeah. So I was yeah. fortunate enough to uh, acquire one. They have tons. <laughs> of, they have tons of character meetups there. They have like you know like mm-hmm. they did. They have everything that Adventures Campus has. The food is like the best I think in the park. There, it's like they have like a bar there. You know what I mean? Like they have a cantina. Like it has everything plus like incredible rides. Oh my god! So we got I, we got to ride Rise twice. One of the waits oh, was like seventy minutes. The other one was like twenty five. And we I heard they got rid of the digital queuing system. They did on the day we got there. And so at the that morning it was like I don't know a three hour wait. And then yeah. later we're like, okay, let's do it for like 70 minutes. And then there was a fireworks show. And for some reason it went down 25 and we're like, oh my God. Ah! <laughs> and I threw it again. Um, yes. So Danny, if you haven't been, I recommend like not looking at any YouTube video content on Rise. No, I did go actually oh, okay. uh, shortly after it came out. It was January oh, nice. um, uh, 2020. So like oh, right okay. before all the crap hit. And um, yeah, they had the digital queuing system. So we got to the park two hours early Then they yeah. let you into the park, but the park's not open yet. So you're in the park for an hour until the actual park opens and then you can get into the digital queuing system. So oh, they changed that. They changed that. They, yeah. they, they changed, yeah. thank God, that would have been ridiculous. Because otherwise that was the only way to get on it. Yeah. Other, like, yeah, because I heard even in Florida recently, Cal and his family went down for um, for a vacation. And that's when he told me about it. I was like, you guys waited three hours to go on that ride. He's like, yeah, but the line was awesome. And I was like, I don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah. So like we did it the first time we did it, we did the virtual queue as well. And you, all you had to do was like wake up at 7am, like right before Mm 7am. And then you, you didn't have to be in the park. You could just like do it. And then you got a time for like later. And then you got mm-hmm. to try again at like noon if you didn't get a slot the first time. Gotcha. But now they've That's like done cool. away with that. Yeah. And then we're, they're going to introduce like their new product, which is like they've done it already at in Florida. And they're going to introduce it um, in Disneyland here, which is like Lightning Lane and Genie Plus, which is you basically so pay you pay for it. Yeah. They're monetizing all of the situations. Yeah. yeah. Smart. I feel really spoiled with that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You you used to have passes all the time with your friends, right? Yeah, it's not not that. Like, so when Star Wars Land opened up, or Galaxy's Edge opened, Star Wars Land, (laughs) Galaxy's Edge opened up. Um, I was very numb about Disneyland in general because I've just done it too much. But like, just going to experience before, like it was even public. Like we had to seal. We had friends that used to work there. Yes, we had to seal our phones in a bag. when it first opened up. So if you were a Disney employee, you were allowed to bring like four friends with you and mm. experience the whole thing. Um, like a sneak peek. The first time I went, I got to experience all of it. Just focused just on mm. that area. 
had to steal their phones, couldn't take any photos. But like the when Rise of the Resistance opened up, Galaxy's Edge was already open to the public, but Rise of the Resistance wasn't. It was only mm. for sneak peeks for Disney employees. So when I went to Rise of the Resistance, I just it was literally like you just walk the whole thing, like like mm. all the way to the front in like ten minutes, and then I went oh, like at least three times within two, like an hour and a half. And I was like, okay, I think I've like done with this. Now I just feel really, really spoiled because <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, dude, I, I don't think I'll be able to get that opportunity again, um, especially now with how long things are and how hard it is to get into Disneyland now that now I regret feeling the way I did and not appreciating the, the moments when we had them. So, yeah, Disneyland, yeah. it's like crazy to get in. Like they sold out of all their annual passes like or the top two tiers of like that. It's like not, I don't know. It, they're really like trying to crack down on like it was very much like a locals like park and i think they're trying to make it more of like a destination yeah that kind of sucks that's smart (laughs) it sucks but then it's also smart because i don't know if florida's always just been closer but that's always been the destination spot for anybody i know so Mm -hmm. yeah exactly if you're gonna go to disney if you're gonna fly to disney you might as well go where you have like the more more options and stuff to do which is like i think like I don't know. They don't have that much more space to grow, so I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, they're doing a few things. They're like taking, they're like redoing parts of like downtown and stuff. But there's only so much that they can do without yeah, like. They need to acquire more land. Oh wow! Wow, that goes. That's anyway. actually a really interesting story, even for Florida, how they acquired more land because they uh-huh. do. They have a ton of land and more. Like, yeah, how they the heck that. did they get it? <laughs> well, I don't. It dollar, was. Dollar bills. No. I think they just like went in really quietly, you know, and like got it. Um like they also like made Orlando like you know you can kind of say yeah. they like got it in a shady way but there was very little industry there beforehand and like everything mm-hmm. kind of you know and to be fair like they also spent a lot of money developing a ton of the land there even what they don't own because it just to make it a better space you know to invite more people because like in the long run it'll just like they'll, they'll see that in their bottom line so they work with like a lot of big developers there and their own their own big developer there. It's really interesting from a construction perspective. I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm not, um, you know, I'm a big fan of big capitalist stuff. Like, I don't think, I think if the price, like, I don't, I'm not upset that the uh, battle pack has gone up in value. I don't think Lego is overpriced. <laughs> I, yes, but th- these are my thoughts on these things. So yeah. same, um, but I'm not one to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that like, I think it's like if, if they can price it at such and it's being bought, it should be priced as such. Oh yeah. 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 It's always about willingness to pay because money, especially in these last 18 months we've seen, Mm -hmm. doesn't really hold up. It's really more like what you're willing to pay. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting because right now is a better time to actually use your money than ever before. Because in five years from now, your same dollar is not going to be worth a dollar. Like no, what? Are, what are we not. at on this rate? It's going to be worth like eighty-seven cents or something like that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, two half years. The expert, <laughs> half the experts think in this inflation is going to go back down, and then the other half says well, it should. It should balance out. Yeah, but you know, it's like what kind of trajectory on? So that's kind of tricky. But it does kind of play into a good uh, strategy if you are buying a lot of Lego sets right now. I feel like I almost wonder: are the sets that were out like ten years ago? are they as valuable as they are now? Cause there just wasn't as much information. There weren't like 1500 YouTubers talking about Lego star Wars 10 years ago. And now there's like quite a few. So then there's a lot more people being informed about like what to buy or what not to. So and it's like always a lot kind more of a, inventory too. Yeah, they are. And so it's kind of like, well, okay. You just never know. That's the fun thing about like investing or whatever you think you're going to get your money's worth for in like five years from now. That's what I think. It's risky. But you said it though. You're like, it's still a risk. It's still a gamble. You just never know. I think a lot of people justify the Lego purchase by being like, well, I can sell it, you know, later or it'll go up in value, you know, or I'm investing in it or something like that. Yeah. Most people won't sell it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I'm determined. I have some set aside that I'm going to sell in a few years. Are they duplicates or are they? they Okay, so you've you've made that jump and you're like, I bought some sets for investment. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I made room for them and everything. It looks amazing just having some shipping boxes sitting up on my shelves. <laughs> nice. It's also good to have some for trade. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So that way you have like, especially like gift for purchases, 
we all figure yeah. out a way to get more than one during one mm-hmm. WP. So yep. you know, that that extra one, it's like whatever. <laughs> You'll mm-hmm. either sell it or you trade it. I um, just I just sold all not all, but like a huge chunk of all those extras. And good, right? I just go that. Yeah, I wouldn't it feels good because I don't have space. If I had mm-hmm. space, I would have been fine keeping it. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it was like one big like plastic stir, like a big stir, you know, like the big stir like containers. It was like one big yeah. one of those. And like, like a bunch of variety of different GWPs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's That's probably going to last year and a half or something like that. If you have that was- quality ones, now's the time to bring it to bricks and minifigs because they'll buy it for a premium. Yeah, I just everything went on eBay. Yeah. Boom, all gone. Because that's, that's usually what I do. Like right before the holidays hit, any holiday GWPs, they'll buy it for a dumb amount of money. Because mm-hmm. they'll sell for a dumb amount of money. <clears throat> that's my insider info. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like in gift with purchase, like some of them, like they don't, a lot of them don't go on, up in value like too, too much. Only like something like Diagon Alley. You know what I mean? Like, that's that, that one's crazy. Yeah. And it's like got an exclusive fig. It's like a mini, like all the like kind of like mini building things do really, really well. But the Batmobile also. The Batmobile was really good. Yeah. That one. And the the uh the bike too, the like bat bike thing. That was ridiculous. That's oh like, yeah, that's right. That one's so stupid expensive. Yeah. But you can part that one together, which I have done. I was just gonna say how expensive it is to like bring to bring a family to Disneyland, but we got in a huge sidetrack on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it's really expensive to bring right? a family to Disneyland. So yeah, now it, for for a lot of people now it's becoming unattainable to bring your whole family to a Disneyland. He's got it. There's tricks to the trade. There are tricks, but you well, have to know those tricks. And it's, it's but like, most, how much does it cost to go to Disneyland for one person? It depends on Disneyland versus Disney World. Yeah, like, it's like a hundred bucks a day a ticket. Actually, not. It's more than that. It's like they're both like I would say one fifty a day a ticket. But then, like, if you want to go to Disney World, you're gonna a lot of people. You can stay on or off property, which is a very different experience. While at Disneyland, it's not that much. It's like it's not that much different of an experience you can still stay in hotels that you can walk and there's like a whole price range from like you know 80 bucks a night to like you know four or five hundred dollars a night you know within the same walking distance yeah but like and then if you're you're local you can live like a little bit further out or whatever you know you could stay a little bit further out and get like an airbnb or something and kind of figure it out but like yeah yeah, i just it's really it's like yeah it's 150 bucks a day, but it person. does flex. Like during right. the little peak season, it's yeah. like eighty bucks. Yeah, that's that's when I say that too. So pretty much like for four people, which there's a lot of families of four, you'll get mm-hmm. the hotel room for like three nights, and then like say two or three days of park tickets. It's going to be like five grand. You'll probably get yeah. like a meal pass thrown in there, but you pretty much have to plan out like five k. Yeah, exactly. You also got to remember that like these peak seasons are when kids are out of school. So like the when it's low, everyone should just homeschool their their kids. kids. Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing. Yeah, (laughs) then you can go Um, anytime you want. (laughs) That's exactly it. That's that's you you need to homeschool your kids to save money on Disney. That's 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 Mm -hmm. the rhyme or reason with it. No, but like I think that's why they convince a lot of people to do their timeshare program because I think that's like a twenty k buy in over the course of like. 10 15 years and so they're like oh but of course that makes sense because like we spent 5k this year and like we'll just make that up and like we have to come back like you know once a year for a week and then it's worth it and it's like it is they sell people it is crazy and you're also buying other things like food merchandise Mer- like, the merch is crazy yeah. like a spirit jersey is like 100 bucks and it's like you buy it for every single person in the family and it's like there's 400 every meal is probably like 100 bucks but you can bring food. You can, you know what I mean? You can like buy stuff at the Disney store or like Walmart or Target like on sale and then like sneak it into your kid's luggage so that they <laughs> like it's like a surprise, like, you know, like and put like glitter with it so that they don't know where it glitter. came from. <laughs> no, it's like they think it's pixie dust or something like that, you know? And so like See, and I, be I creative. Feel, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's like ways to do it. And so that it's like and then I remember when I was a kid, my parents would be like, You have this much money. You can spend it however you want all day or the whole trip or whatever. I think like the older I got, the more I could like divide. So it was like, and they're like, you have this much money to spend. You can choose how you want to spend that. And most of the time I just like couldn't. And they're like, you can either like add it all together or whatever. And that was like a really good way for me to like budget then. 
Yeah, Clearly, it doesn't right. work now. Because, no, no, but you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> and no, it did work because you, you know, you focus on work. your career, you get that money, so you didn't have to. Yeah, worry about I was it. like, I need money so that <laughs> I can buy all the Disney merch that I want <laughs> and all the Lego. <laughs> I feel you. That was definitely my mentality too. Because, yeah. like, even as a kid, my priority was to like make money, and yeah. I definitely made sure that I did that before anything else. And I love so, this about you, by the way. I love. Oh, yeah. I, wait, you, I don't know if Ninja and Shai know this that you were just like hustling at like eight. Hard. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I started a vending machine business when I was eleven, yeah. and so I would go fill like the drinks and the snacks and stuff. So that by nice. the time I was sixteen, like I actually had some money saved up, and so then with all the jobs, because people always ask, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you put a lot of Lego sets in the last whatever how many months? How do you afford all this?" And I'm like savings I've been yeah. working since I was 11 <laughs> I have some money set aside so that I can do stuff like this later yeah. so yeah it definitely pays to uh save some of that money early on because you never know what you're gonna do with it some people need it for a house other people need it for a lego house just yeah, exactly or like Still yeah and, home, it's, and it's important to have that money for like a like a like a family as well like you just like you need speaking like you know like ninja you don't spend on yourself so you can spend on your kids you know and it's like yeah. And same with you, Shyla. It's like the only like I don't know. For me, it's like if I'm not spending on me, I'm spending like on future me and you know <laughs> little me's and stuff like that later. But, and so I mean, it, it's almost the same though. Like if they pick something out, I don't know, buying it for them, it's like you get the same joy. So I'm like, yeah, go ahead, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I love buying so. my kids like stuff. Yeah. I, I get just as much satisfaction out of it mm-hmm. as they do. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I try to guide him. Like, you don't want that Minecraft set. Come over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it never works, and like, but I try. try oh, to help oh man, that's too. funny. You're like, look at video. Oh, it's- gosh. Hey. Speaking of video. <laughs> yeah. That was, a, that was a good, that was a good yeah. video. Sans, Sans dropped it. Out. For those mm-hmm. that don't know, definitely go check that out. Yeah, if you want to see a lot of us shaking our booty. Shaking. In a very embarrassing way. <laughs> I didn't know they were being recorded. Oh, that's your Holly. No, I know I was being recorded. Yeah. Yeah. No, Holly did like a good a whole like like a routine. It was great. Jabba was my favorite. Uh Kirk's a pretty good dancer. Who knew? Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I don't know. Have you seen Sansa's new video? I have not. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, I <laughs> It is entertaining. It is. I think it's probably the best thing he's ever put together. I loved it. Oh, snap. Yeah, but like obviously I'm biased, but like I think it was really good because like he was like critical and thoughtful and spoke well and like didn't speak too fast and like, you know, and it was like not hateful. I don't know. I thought it was like well done. And then like, wow. and then he incorporated like people from the community and it was like funny. I don't know. I thought it was good. I'm really curious. I'm going to like send it to like a couple of my friends that know nothing about Lego and I feel like they're gonna be like what? So okay, so you know how I posted like a chunk of it as a story? So I had yeah. a bunch of people who are not or who are in my other circles who are not fond or care about Lego whatsoever, and they were genuinely curious about what the about what it was. It. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, Well, what is this? And I'm like, It's yeah. Lego video. It's like one of my friends made a video on it. And he's like, What the hell is Lego video? And so yeah. I explained it to them and they're all parents uh-huh. and they're like, That's dumb. Yeah. Why would yes. you go to Lego to be back on the phone or on the app or an electronical? That's not why I would bring my kids to, to play. What with did Lego. he say? He's like, let's make TikTok for babies or YouTube for babies or something like that. Something yeah, like yeah. But it was he was very it was really well done. So he's kind of a lot of anyway. Yeah, shout out to that. Um, but I, I I would recommend it. Usually I'm like, mm. <laughs> watch it with a grain of salt. And this maybe like, you no, should be good. critical on it so that way like it blows up. <laughs> Dang. Oh yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Architects review. I know. I, oh, speaking of which, I got Holly gave me the suggestion, and I think this thing is a good one. I, I want to start doing architect review videos of other people's cities, like in our community. Oh, that's goodness. a good idea. I think it'd be really fun. Why and even if it like here? doesn't, even not like outside of like any kind of like legitimate like, success of it, like I think it would be really funny to just like sass on everyone. That would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. So now Danny, you gotta make a city though. You gotta get the family, <laughs> the, your uh your army of of T falls to build, yeah. build Lego City. <laughs> It'll be definitely like a, a Star Wars city. 
I think, because that's um, something that we actually kind of want to do to make like different scenes. But then, um, okay, so now I'm going to start talking about this stinking game that I can't stop talking about, which is on Apple Arcade is Castaways, right? And they have like a Lego Star Wars, like little open world. And um, it's like the perfect connector between that people build no because you're not building stuff you're you're playing like it's a lot like lego star wars games just like where you're running through the levels Mm -hmm. destroying stuff collecting studs and you know upgrading different things Mm -hmm. but um actually the layout of it it's actually all rendered with lego bricks it's not just different textures so it gave me a bunch of mock ideas for how to actually lay out a lego (laughs) star wars city because they have an open world Star Wars area and they have mm-hmm. their own take on like a cantina and a fountain and like a broken ATAT and various things. So if I were to do any type of landscape layout, it wouldn't just be scenes like my original idea. It'd be something more like the open world of castaways. I was like, uh-huh. that's actually kind of sweet. So there wouldn't really be modular buildings unless uh-huh. we got into like kind of like when we were trying to do something with Jetta City and making those different style buildings. Uh-huh. It'd probably just end up like, you know. Tatooine, like Moss Eisley Spaceport or something. But actually, yeah, those are still buildings, though. You know, it's, it's those. Yeah, those are buildings. Yeah. But then, yeah. like, you kind of get stuck in like one area. So then, how yeah. do you like make it a continuous kind of city where for Tatooine? I think. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's inherently modular because it's only like a few styles that you can do in that, like, yeah, um, in that like earthen, you know. So, like, if you like, you know, if you connect like a bunch of Moss Eisleys and like change the configuration of it. You could inherently make like a system, like a modular system for Tatooine. Right. No, Has yeah. anybody ever done a Coruscant? I was gonna say, I feel like Coruscant. I don't. I, I barely even know it, but like Sans has told me, that's like we went on it and on Star Tours this most recent trip. One, so I've been there. <laughs> Two, it's like this the like city planet or planet the city, right? Yeah. And it's like really mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah, I think that would be really. Yeah, it'd be like, but it's also got like. It's all the lower levels as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like different levels. Of like the exactly. tiered system. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. very like Blade. I feel like it like it has like Blade Runner vibes and stuff like to me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've never watched it, but I'm sure it does. Oh, my God. Um, Like kind of like weird like Tron vibes or mm-hmm. um, Fifth Element kind of stuff. Like there's like mm-hmm. this whole like category of these like cities. And then there's like there's um photographers that like are in like Hong Kong and Shanghai and stuff. And Tokyo that take photos of like the um, neon signs like during certain like rain and stuff like that, yeah. and like the way that they like uh, play with the aperture and stuff, they make it look yeah. like that style, and it's really really cool. Um, but anyway, yeah. Tours are definitely cool. So Star Wars City, Star Wars has <laughs> kind of modular building elements potentially with multiple different worlds all mosh posh together. together yeah. I mean, it's got to yeah. be modular if you're going to take it to a convention so that you can, like, yep. move it and build it and take it apart easily. Um, you guys did, like, your first submission at Brick Fair was awesome. It was Thank very you. cool. It was, I, like, as as a non-Star Wars fan, I thought it was very um, proportionally pleasing. And- proportionally <laughs> pleasing. No, we're like getting what? the first taste of the architect. Yeah, yeah there you go. No, it was good. It was like the colors were really cool. There was a lot of activity going on. You know, your eye was like constantly moving throughout it. It was really exciting. And I can only imagine like as a kid who's like a fan of it would have really enjoyed sitting and like just like watching everything that was going on. So it was really great. Cool. Yeah. yeah we need to think of what we're going to build next and do multiple things and then somehow acquire all the bricks to do so. Yeah. Acquiring bricks was a whole journey of its own. <laughs> How, like, how did you do it last time? And like, how are you going to do it this time? I, well, yeah, because now I actually have a few resources to buy in bulk. And also uh-huh. I just have way better feel for how BrickLink works. And uh-huh. um, yeah, just like also what parts we would actually need. I feel like all of us were a little bit out of touch and like uh-huh. what bricks we actually needed. So yeah, I got like a bunch cool. of random stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'd probably just get like bulk of certain colors again and then just sort it so that we have a ton of bricks. That's mm-hmm. always the problem is like you just start building anything and you don't really plan ahead and then you actually need specific elements, but mm-hmm. you use them in like the random wall that you needed just for height. <laughs> so mm-hmm. actually like having some foreknowledge of that is significantly helps. So I don't know how people do the big mocks though. Like obviously some people that are very experienced, you know, 
British Boyer and David Zalberg Studio. Obviously, they mm -hmm. have like drawings and plans and a lot more bricks to use. But still, lot, yeah. their end results are just mind blowing. So it's a bit intimidating because, like, of course, I, like I want to build something on that scale, but it's mm -hmm. just not doable right now. So going with the smaller detailed things, like I, I kind of actually want to provide enough bricks for each T-fall to actually build their own like sizable, but you could carry it size kind of mock yeah. so that they can just be free with it. Cause that was a whole nother thing trying to like, Hey, this should go there. No, I don't think that looks good. Put it over there. Oh, that looks terrible. But how do I tell this 15 year old kid not crushing? Yeah. Part? It's like project <laughs> manage these guys. Yeah. That like totally, are like totally. hypersensitive and like can't take critique and like don't. Yeah. Really. But that's yeah. also really good that you're like, you know, teaching them that, that like the critique process and constructive criticism is like really important and stuff too, which is yeah. Really yeah. No, That's it's awesome. like I so, feel. So, like each, um, like each person brings their own mock. Is that what you're saying, basically? Yeah, if I can, like, because there's Cal, Jed, Josh, and Dougie, and I know that Cal and Josh would probably be better off if they actually had their own separate projects okay. to work on, but they just need like support. And a lot of bricks because they just yeah. go crazy. They just use them anywhere. And I'm like, I was going to use those later on. Those are good elements. So <laughs> like, dang, guiding. You know, all about you that. Go. Guiding them. Now that's awesome though. Yeah. Can, we break, can we break down your T-fold uh, structure? Structure? <laughs> we the higher. Yeah, of course, like, I'm, uh, at, I'm at the top. I am alpha boss here with the money. I, <laughs> I provide the transportation to the fun locations and the means and access of connectivity to actually socialize and interact with other people so that people don't think they're nerdy homeschoolers just playing with Lego, <laughs> <laughs> which we all came from that. So it's a whole new world with the internet now. Then we've got uh, the second oldest, my brother, Dougie, 17. And um, he was the beneficiary of whatever Lego me and my older siblings had growing up. <laughs> And mom also bought a lot of Lego sets while I was off at school that he was able to build. And so he had a lot of Lego Star Wars sets that helped build the collection that's behind me. Mm -hmm. And I would say he's more of our vehicular engineer. He likes, you know, how things work. Oh, and nice. the next oldest, we got Caldog. And he's quite social as well. He's also got a lot of style. So I'd say his aesthetic, storytelling, minifigures, that's his strength. It's like the banana. Of like the group, yeah, maybe oh, he, like yeah, marketing yeah. base of the company kind of thing, maybe definitely. <laughs> and he was the one networking with all the Lego masters and stuff too. So. Yeah. Okay. Dang. So I feel like he's got like a pretty good storytelling aspect of it and an aesthetic, but then maybe not so much structural integrity. I think I'm more of the structural integrity, and how can we get like sizable features and proportions to look right? Then I need Josh, my nephew, who's 14, to come in with the detail. And he puts the weirdest details on things, putting bricks in ways that I never would have thought of. And things that don't, like, they don't line up and they're not, like, perpendicular. They're like this. And so, like, my OCD kind of tweaks a little bit. But I'm like, actually, it works. <laughs> so Josh is, like, the landscape man. He loves doing all the different weird details. And then we have Jed. I'm not really sure what to like classify Jed as. He, you tell him where to go, and he'll build a mountain. <laughs> like we gave him all the great bricks, and he built this mountain. And I was like, "Well, I suppose there'll be a mountain in Jedda City, and we'll make it work." Nice. So yeah, that that pretty much breaks down the team. Uh, Jed's obviously the youngest, so he also is a bit more shy. But um, I think Cal helps make up for whatever social conversation that he lacks. <laughs> So that's the, that's the default group in a nutshell. The fact that you can fit them all in a small car with a bunch of Lego also astounds me. I don't think it's a small car. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not a large vehicle because yeah. it's just a, a Jeep, um, Jeep Cherokee. But luckily, their parents actually drove them to Virginia. Mm -hmm. So we were going around in the town together, but the long haul back and forth, I could barely fit just Dougie and Josh with all the Lego on the way back. Oh well, so that, that would be because dead. of uh, some shopping that was had. Come on. And there was some shopping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Did you we didn't anticipate. Oh, so crazy. <laughs> the largest haul for that convention. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all of us combined. So, I mean, granted, I did have about three-fifths of that, but still. Yeah, still. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> just like... three fifths? <laughs> yeah, maybe a little more. Actually, well, technically, if you combine Dougie's in there, it's probably four fifths because, yeah, there's a lot of overlap. Like Dougie's money versus my money, there's not always a very clear divide. I hope he's okay with that. <laughs> Be like, okay, let me withdraw $300 for you. And then how much? You owe me like 250 Okay. And then can you buy that set for 800 Okay. I think we're even now. Like, do you think you would enjoy the hobby if like your family and friends and stuff weren't that involved in it? I would, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't talk about it with them. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a mood killer. Um, the fact that I can express it with them and actually more than that, bring them into it. And it's already something that is, uh, you know, uh, some it's, people already like it. Like my whole family grew up with Lego and it's already something that they would do, but it just amplifies the whole thing. Like Josh was probably the biggest fan of Lego in our family ever. And then I came to start like being a bigger fan of Lego. And he was like, wait, I'm the fan of Lego in the family. And now you're buying all these sets and I'm getting really jealous. He actually told me, he was like, yeah, for a while there, I got really jealous of all the Lego sets that you were buying. But then you started to bring me on your live streams. And so it was all cool. I was like, all right, all right. Good to know where you stand with that. Because, uh, yeah, it's fun to actually like be able to connect with the nieces and nephews with it too. Because otherwise, like you just have to go into their world. But yeah. when you can bring them into your world and it's actually something that like bridges that gap really easily, yeah. it just works. Yeah, you're, like, absolutely meeting, like, halfway, which is really cool. Um, And then I think, like, also, there's a lot of value for, at least for, in my eyes, like, for a young person to be, like, going to a convention, planning for a convention, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, planning on presenting something, presenting it in front of others, like, talking about it, being in, like, a really big public space, especially if you're homeschooled, I feel like that's, like, really important, you know what I mean? It's, like, what, like, I feel like the majority of the time you're, like, presenting to, like, the the same people, right. That you're around a lot of the time too. And so like constantly meeting those new people, I think is like probably a really good Mm -hmm. environment. And also, um, you know, it's a really good environment. Like if you've ever thought about going to a Lego convention and like, especially I've only been to one and it was a big one and it was, it was incredibly wholesome and like very family friendly, but also like really great for, you know, adults as well. Like it was just like, it was just like true fans. It wasn't like people were finding an excuse to just like, like party and go wild. It was very much like people that are like-minded in, in terms of like their, um, their love for the hobby that, from all sorts of different backgrounds, like coming together just to talk about it. And it was really wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. which is where we met. Yeah. Oh. Brick Fair, Virginia. Yeah. It was good. Are you going back next year? Or are you going somewhere else? Oh yeah, we'll for sure be going back again. Um, since then, we also went to Brick World, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and Fort Wayne. They're much much smaller, of course, mm-hmm. but even just the feel of those, they feel a lot more like conventions. Whereas the one in Virginia was like a whole okay. event. Yeah, yeah, I was like more camp totally because yeah. obviously, like going in as an exhibitor, not just as a guest, mm-hmm. makes a big difference in being more a part of it versus just an attendee. Yeah. But yeah, these other two were definitely more like the demographic was different. It was a lot more like mm-hmm. dads and kids and then mm-hmm. a bunch of older older guys and mm-hmm. not really a lot in between. Like Brick Fair was like a bunch of 20 sums, like even like 18 yeah. to 30 was like popping. But then mm-hmm. at these other places, the demographic yeah. was definitely, there was more of a gap. So um, yeah, Brick Fair, Virginia just was that much cooler after seeing those other ones. Yeah, it's still fun. Because it's trendy. Still That's it's why. trendy. So all the youngsters yeah. go to those. <laughs> yeah, it's a, isn't it weird to be like, oh, yeah, this Lego thing is trendy. <laughs> I mean, the image is changing. If I think about, uh, it well, so it's actually in a transition right now because mm-hmm. because all these like conventions are fan run. Mm-hmm. They don't always have like the nicest websites, you know, to sign up and um, our expectations of how things should look at this like professional level kind of attracts certain demographics as well. And mm-hmm. so when you look at the website for most of these conventions, you're like, who's going to be what? there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's like in a big transition right now because I see Lego becoming something that like so many more people, so many more adults are being drawn to Mm -hmm. because of its like overall aesthetic. 
like just the colors of Lego bricks now compared to just the, you know, original classic, the juvenile colors, right? Like even now, just all the mm-hmm. shades kind of brings in all that, that better aesthetic. So. Plus the creativity behind it too. I think people are realizing they could use it as like an, an outlet for their art and stuff. They don't have to just yeah. build the set that's there. So. Yeah, so the art of the brick is actually coming to San Francisco like pretty shortly here. And uh, we got tickets, but like everything, it like sold out like crazy, which is like really interesting because I think a lot of people are also like dying to, you know, just like do stuff. But also, like, I think more and more people are interested in it. And I'm curious, like, how many people like get into the hobby from an art exhibit like that, which is like, you know, leaves and bounds different from what most of us do yeah um but yeah anyway that's coming here and i was really impressed like so many of my friends that like haven't have like come over they've seen the collection they like some stuff um but they haven't bought any sets they they already they bought tickets even like not to go with us they're like going independently like with their families and stuff which is kind of interesting so i don't know Mm. just curious like how and like nathan sawai has been doing that for like a while like that's yeah. this is not a new thing. He's been around like for like ten years, I think. But I wonder, oh, yeah, yeah. like the level of popularity, if it's grown or if it will continue to grow. It's going off of his exhibits. Yeah, and like because so many more people have gotten to the hobby, like in the last couple of years, will they like maintain it? You know, will they? Are it? You know, this are those people also going to the art exhibit? Is this like a different demographic? Does that demographic get brought in? I don't know. I'm really curious because they tend to go to cities. Cities tend to have less people that are, you know, can get into the hobby as intensely as we do because space is like really limited. All I do is talk about space. So like, you know, I'm like a broken record, but it's, it's, it's really, it's, I don't know. It's really interesting. I'm really curious. I, I'm very curious for the next 10 years of Lego. I like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it, it are they going to be able to like keep maintaining pumping out these like really humongous really elaborate really expensive sets like home like one after the other you know what i mean like yeah. just yeah. like to back the point to that like we back. can't even keep up you know i can't keep up right now <laughs> that yeah i know I that's feel what like i mean it's like changed how often in this whole year though like i just i just mm. want them to chill <laughs> Come on. I don't because I want them to be growing. And the more they grow, the more success they yes, get. Just like, true. you know, you can't. Sure. Like, you know, you got to think beyond, you know, your. Yeah, but they're already. Five walls. They're already beyond that. They're already <laughs> beyond that. I mean, no, I really- know that they're successful. I just like wanted to keep growing. It can get so much better. It's still a niche hobby, you guys. It's still a niche hobby. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not I, I, like. There's also like a level between casual Lego fans and then obsessive. We are oh, yeah, all past the casual yeah. part. Um, to where this is, yeah, to where I don't know. I feel like I'm still casual. No, but you care about it enough to, <laughs> to to understand and know everything. There's a lot of people Maybe. that don't. They'll just buy like a set. <laughs> no, but you know a lot. Like yeah, as far as what things means, like what's the purpose of this? Like especially in the fandom, you know a lot. Possibly too much. You're right. Yeah, exactly. So like when you, when You're I think right. about the casual Lego <laughs> fan, they're just like you know buying one buying for their kids, playing it with their kids. And then just one day they're going to go out of it and then move on. And then yeah, you have your other yeah, ones okay. who buy it specifically just for that one set. Like, for example, the friend set. Like, they strictly just bought it for that and haven't gone past that. So there's a lot of that where they're low infinity users and they, you know, Lego's trying to make them like us. And that's why they're pumping all this stuff out. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it, it, it could be good for them, but it could also hurt them. Because a bubble can pop. Like, people are going to go back to, like, normal eventually. It's not going to be, like, this way forever. So then I think we're getting into the space of, like, where this brand becomes something so much more. And I think if you compare it to other collectibles, then... Mm -hmm. One thing that comes to mind is some people that I know that are into Lego collecting are also into shoes. And this Mm -hmm. is totally, like, I do not understand the appeal to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for a pair of shoes because the materials, it's materials themselves are not expensive. Just like the Lego materials, not expensive. The design it's, you know, not like that revolutionary. It's just whatever the design that is put forth, you get into this kind of like designer brand and this, this reputation of having it. But then even then, like you're not going to wear these shoes that cost thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. for the most part. Some people do, but it's like, you're going to put them on the shelf and have as your shoe collection for you to have as your pride and joy. So I'm like, could Lego actually become this kind of like 
brand, like this brand reputation, because, you know, Claire, you're saying think bigger. I'm like, okay, so they're what, like 4 billion, then they become 8 billion. Mm-hmm. And then they make a bigger Lego land and, and, you know, like what comes next? And I'm like, even with Star Wars, I never would have imagined that Star Wars would have grown as much as it has yeah, as a brand. Yeah, yeah. You think about the merchandising for that. So I don't know. It's well, I think, I think what, endless. I think what both, so Lego, I think already Lego has done a really good job of like branding themselves as this like superior product, which is why so many people are yeah. like afraid of other brick building toys. You know what I mean? Like there's like a stigma in terms of like mixing the Lego or like getting other, like, like people think that that's like their own decision. Well, no, you've been convinced of that. You know, yeah. that's how the market works. That's how like, you know, societal pressures work. It's fine. But like, you didn't come up with this idea yourself. And then on top of it all, like a lot of brands are leaning more and more towards um, defining themselves as a luxury product. You see that with Disney and why they're like pushing and like trying to market specific financial demographics in terms of like being able to profit from that. Hence like why the parks are getting more expensive. You know, they're opening up like a Star Wars experience that is like five, what, a few thousand dollars a yeah. night to go. And so that's like a 10K, what is it, 5, 10K buy-in for a couple people. So, you know, a lot of these brands are intentionally trying to do that and transition. And you've even seen Target do that. Mm. Target Target is Walmart. They are the same thing. Yeah. But the way that they have branded themselves, the way that they store their shelves, the way that they keep it clean, the color palette, the proportion of things that they're, you know, when you walk in visually, the way that the displays are, the exclusivity of it. You know, when you walk in and you're like, oh, I went in for this, but I got all of this. That's intentional. You are also, that is not a decision that you made. You know, it's like, and I think people like have a really hard time and they're like, well, we're American and we're totally free. And it's like, no, like you are and you're totally free, but you're a product of marketing and you're like, a like that is, you're a product of your environment, which is, you know, being pushed into getting into debt. That's like quite literally like right. our, our <laughs> financial system here, you know? And like, that's why every time you shop online, you, there's brands like after, or the companies like Afterpay and Klarna that are trying to come after you with like zero interest rate so you can pay Mm -hmm. in four different installments. What they're banking on is that you're not going to be able to afford it and you're going to get a huge fee. Like you have to think these companies need to make money, all of them, Lego, Target, Klarna, Afterpay, all this stuff. And you are the, you are the target, right? You are in control, but to a degree. So just like, anyway, just be a conscious consumer guys. Just like, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) I mean like NSF charges. And wait, what did you say? What charges? So they want those NSF charges. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, just like you're not like, oh, my God, what is this? This is free money. There's no such thing, right? So just be careful on Black Friday, guys. Like, you know, just be careful. I went shopping today. But really, there's not that many things. Unless you're trying to get a GWP specifically. No, but buy the appliance that you needed for the house. Like I, okay. So like, I like definitely want to buy Lego for sure. And I'm like, I'm talking to myself, by the way, as I'm talking, you know, to my mic and I'm talking to you guys. I'm also talking to myself. Like I would like to buy Lego, but instead I have two light fixtures that are broken. My dad broke that one, changing the light a couple years ago. So it's just been like raw without like, you know, like a flesh mount without it sitting on it. And that one, when we were at Disneyland, the frame of it came down and the cat's food is right underneath that. I don't know if it hit the cat. Maybe that's why he's like meowing this whole time because he's crazy. But like, you know, <laughs> I need to like, there's like stuff in my house I need to fix. That's what I'm going to spend that money yeah, on Black Friday. That's right. Yeah. 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 And those are the better deals anyway, right? It's like, get a vibe. If you wanted a blender, it's now, now, now's a good time. Now's the time to buy a blender. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Or your washing machine or a TV air, or air fryer. Yeah. Not Lego yeah. is pretty much what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, get your Lego sets if you have to get like, gifts and stuff but like you know and if you can afford it obviously like get it and treat yourself and enjoy it but like you know if you're gonna feel guilty about it it's not worth your guilt right true yeah right your feelings are more more valuable than that sorry i'm just looking i'm just thinking about all like the toy runs that no shy is like freaking out he's like trying to prep himself for friday oh it's not that no no so a lot a lot of what i buy on fridays are aren't for me um usually because we have see my club has like at least two toy runs from now, not from starting on the fourth and fifth mm-hmm. until about until Christmas. 
It's like yes. we have multiple toy runs that we're, we're, we need to accumulate toys to deliver somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like Black Friday or any deals like that, that's usually when we accumulate as much as we can. Mm-hmm. So that way we can give them kids. Lego is usually not one of those things because they're just too expensive. Mm-hmm. So the, the knockoff Lego is what we get. Yeah, I feel like that oh, would make sense. Like when you like hit up, like if you like for for some re- obviously not in your area, but like if you're like in a Walmart and you see stuff for like fifty percent or off or more, then it would there would be value in doing yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, good to know. Next time I'm, uh, you know, in the middle of Nevada, I'll let you know. Hey, there's hundreds of Ninjago sets that nobody wants. Would you like <laughs> see that? that- <laughs> Oddly specific. Does this happen before? Did no, this no, happen? It's true. It's true. Like it's always in the middle of nowhere where they have all these like really cheap rollbacks and Walmart. What they had, it's which true. would be perfect for that situation, they had you know the like ten dollar like Thor mech and Captain America and that stuff. They had them for like four or five bucks, oh, which is like, and they had like fifty of them. And so we didn't have them, and we liked them. We got it for the figs and stuff, so we got those. But like they had a ton of them, and. It's not like everything was on sale, but I feel like those are those are great little gifts for for something like that for like a toy. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, every time I've given a toy to a kid, they've always appreciated it. But mm-hmm. any time I gave an actual Lego set, like their eyes blow up ten oh, times more. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's really show. It tells a lot about the brand itself. It was that was the case when you know we I mean? we were younger. Like yeah. that was like I there I, I didn't grow up with Lego for a reason. Like I had a couple sets. Like I had a duplo set. They were all gifts from like, you know, uh our my family that doesn't have kids that had the financial resources to do that. Like my parents didn't buy me Lego. They're like, get out of here. <laughs> See, what if you hand it to that one kid? He's like, I have to build this. <laughs> that, that that has happened to me. That has happened to me. I think there are few and far between, but yeah. it does happen, happen for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. What? But you can tell with those kids like what no, they're really into. Yeah. So yeah like, like give it to mommy or daddy. They'll they'll build it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so but you know, it's I'm looking forward to it. It's a new holiday. I'm not gonna buy like I have said, I keep telling myself this. I guess like just keep reinforcing the fact that I'm not buying any Lego till twenty till the new module comes out. Like that's Sheesh. Ugh, it's so hard. You got this, man. You got this. You got it. That's in like a couple weeks. Too. It's, like, it's cool. It's not that far away. Yeah. I got to do to get it. But cold sweats. If you're watching on the video, you can see Shy's cold sweats right now. Oh man. You know, I've never. I ha- <laughs> so I have this haul video that I've like just been looking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, oh, it's pretty much. My, I haven't added anything to it. It's been sitting there for like in my computer for almost a month now. The reason why I don't want to like work on it is so it doesn't make me want to buy more. Is that scary? I thought you Thanks. did your haul videos the way that you did them so that it, it like keeps you in check. It do- Yeah, but this one I'm not. Just because I know there's so much out there. That, 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 that's weird, right? It's a weird okay, thing. Well, let's, let's talk it through. Let's talk it through. What is it, what is it that you want that's retiring now? This year? Nothing. I have everything. There you go. You're done. Then you don't need to buy anything. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah. Conversation. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, what do you want? Like, what do you? What are? What are these deals that you're seeing that are like life changing? I'm not seeing any deals. That's the reason why I'm not looking. Nice. I'm See. refusing to look at anyone's video, yeah. Danny, uh, who are sharing clearances <laughs> or tech, freaking tech. Luckily for him, yeah. though, it's all in the UK. So like, well, but like. You know, people are throwing out deals everywhere. It's really hard to ignore, especially if you if a lot of the content you follow is in Lego. Yeah. Like, it's everywhere. Like, I Amazon, seeing, like, it's everywhere. I hate seeing everyone's clearance deals because our clearance is garbage. That too. Our, I, I feel like a lot, There's one, there's a lot of Lego fans in California, and two, there's a lot of people that can afford it. Yeah. It just gets me excited. I'm like, oh, dang, that's on sale like that? And I'll run to the store. I'm like, mm-hmm. gone. What? Are you going to do any, like... Are you guys going to do any like family shopping or Lego or like any Thanksgiving traditions like this year? To deal with Lego? Either. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, I think for us, like we already started putting together the Christmas, the winter village. Mm. Um, So we've been doing that slowly and we're probably going to keep like working on it. We're not hosting Thanksgiving this year. Uh, We were supposed to, but, and then, um, like my aunt and uncle who usually hosted, they're like in their eighties now, but they're like, Oh no, we can do it. It's like, we're, cause we're going to do like a small group. And so they're like, okay, we can handle that. And so when it becomes a big group, it's, it's on us, um, which will be fun. I've done it. I've hosted like 40 people in my two bedroom condo. I don't remember how I did that, but you know, 
That's uh, fine. I don't ever need to do that again, but you know, I like 15 would be fine. We're hosting like a Friendsgiving, like just like eight people. That's fine. But, um, and so we're going to like have time to like, you know, do actual things on Thanksgiving other than just like cooking and like prepping. And so I think we're going to like, you know, work on some winter village stuff and like start decorating. Um, but yeah, there'll be Lego involved for sure in that tradition. And we're also yeah. like starting our traditions together now, so too, which is like really. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm in the same boat as like we're creating new traditions, mm-hmm. um, at least for the holidays, because like this is this is my first Thanksgiving to New Year's that I've ever had with my family since I was in high school, so almost 20 years. Like I've never like your, had like your holiday. parents and stuff. Yeah, like like just in general, like every time I had Thanksgiving, it was always for like a split second, like hey, I'm here, okay, I gotta leave by like 10 o'clock. Oh, like you've always had to work. I always had to work the next day or that day, or it was in the Marine Corps. So I wasn't around or like it was a post office. Mm -hmm. So I'm like working like at four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I never, and then the entire season of the holidays, I hated, like I hated capitalism. I hated everything about it. Like everybody's shopping, wanting to kill each other. You see some really bad things. Moms. Oh my God. Like in retail. Yeah. Yeah. It just like, it, it, it brings out the dark side of the holidays. Um, it's really bad. My really my bad. dad feels that way about it. He doesn't understand. He thinks it's like a really, really big fault in our society. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we he's really like, just merchandise the holidays anyway. So it takes mm-hmm. away like the core meaning of just being with your family. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I, I used to live near a mall, like eating dinner like at eight o'clock, and there are already people walking and driving to the mall on Thanksgiving. And I'm like, what? This is how you want to spend your Thanksgiving is trying to beat people to for something like ten dollars cheaper than normal. That's not worth it to me. And 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 for me who like like I want to spend time with my family. Like I wish I had the opportunity to ha- all of us can go together to go do something. Like I, I never had that. So this year around, like it's my first time. So I'm actually looking forward to it and creating something that I can continue doing as the time progresses. So like 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 you, I have all the Winter Village sets since the gingerbread. So I still need to build all those. I just finished a mm-hmm. Home Alone set. So um yeah, we're gonna create something there as far as like traditional. The only traditional thing mm-hmm. that we've ever done for me is my club. Like we always do like a Friendsgiving like uh, we can't really call it a Thanksgiving because like some of our members are um Native American. Native so they really hate Native. that uh-huh. thing. So we, we just call it like holiday dinner or something like that. Um yeah. Like family dinner or something. Yeah, family dinner. So we do it like the first the first Saturday first mm-hmm. Saturday of uh of December. So mm-hmm. that's something that we've always done. It's always been a huge thing. So it's a huge potluck, a huge it's a party, but it's a, you mm-hmm. know, it's exactly what a friends a Friendsgiving would be. And then yeah. my my traditional what my traditional was is which I miss the most is that I used to go to four different Thanksgiving dinners every year. Mm-hmm. Two of them would be my grandparents. So I'll get like I'll go to my grandma's house and I'll get like traditional southern black soul food. And then I'd go to my mom's house, which would be Filipino food. Nice. Then I'd go to my friend's house, which would be traditional American food. And then I'd go to my wife's family's house, which would be Mexican food. So <sighs> I'd like make a whole trip and then go to work like right after that. Fortunately, now we lost the soul food part because my grandmother passed. My mom doesn't cook anymore. So now it's strictly on like on us to create something. So I, I wanted this year to be like the first year I actually created a dinner for mm-hmm. myself. But I didn't have time. So I, I'm going to prep next year for it. So mm-hmm. I'm mean, looking forward to like family traditions. Uh, I've never been more excited for it. But I'm just going to say that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear my kids. I don't know what they're doing in, in the living room. Just a little bit. Cool. I think they're yeah. excited about Thanksgiving too. Oh they're just excited to play with their cousins. Like you have the opportunity to every day to play with your cousins. Right. And you have a huge family, right? Yeah. I know you have a huge yeah. family. Like, how big is your family? Yeah. So there's uh, six kids in my family. So I have five siblings and they're all married except for me and my brother. And so they all have kids. So I have 13 nieces and nephews. Wow. That's an expensive Christmas list. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, (laughs) funny that you say that because I miraculously somehow actually have something for everybody. And I've always been pretty bad at giving gifts. I, I would still say I am pretty bad at giving gifts. Like, I don't usually just get somebody something for the sake of like, oh, it's Christmas. I better give you a gift. In fact, none of our family Mm -hmm. really does that. Um, If anything, it's more so like mom and dad were just going to get some things for the kids. And it just kept getting bigger every year, more kids. And then eventually my parents became the grandparents and bestowed much 
better, cooler, greater things upon the grandkids than what we ever got. So that started to get a little bit out of, out of hand. So we pulled back and I think we're still in the process of pulling back. And so, um, yeah, it's just like, there's, there's a lot of people. So it's more like if you have a thoughtful gift, let's do, let's do that. If you think of somebody when you see something, let's make it thoughtful because really like we are together so much. So just coming together for the holiday can almost be a little bit overwhelming because there's the expectation that we're going to have this meal and sit down together, but kids don't really sit down together. And so there's always going to be a little bit of edginess to any big Mm -hmm. uh, family get together. And plus we bring like extended family as well. So um, yeah, I think we'll be on the low side of like 30 tomorrow down from my usual, like 42. So <laughs> wow. I, don't, I, don't have any, I don't have any cousins, honestly. I don't have any cousins. It's just all the nieces and nephews that really fill the room. Just That's noise. immediate family plus offspring. It's the uh, offspring. Yeah. Immediate family yeah. plus offspring is what? Like 23, 23, 24. I lost count. That's but, awesome. um, yeah, like when we bring the cousins and then aunts and uncles and stuff. It adds up pretty fast. That's how my family is. We've had to divide. We've had to divide. And it's like, it's kind of sad because it's like, especially Mm. here, like there's nobody that can host everybody. Right. No one has a space for it. And I don't think I ever will. So. That's just how families work. They just keep growing. I guess it's a blessing, you know? Fortunately, we do have enough space to still have everybody. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I don't think that we'll have to. Change yeah. <laughs> yeah, Indiana just generally has more space. Yeah. yeah. Like just all around, more shelf mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. just everything. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, I think we'll be pretty good. So tomorrow we're hosting um Thanksgiving and so everybody's bringing different foods and dishes. So it's bound to be big. Is it like and fun. a potluck, potluck style? Well, it's very organized. So mm-hmm. I didn't realize potluck could mean bring any culinary dish i hate potlucks unless they're organized yeah 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 because i had been to a couple and we had everything between like right like fried rice and mashed potatoes and i was like these dishes don't go together <laughs> so yeah. like, where's where's the ham balls and the well the issue the, is that like when corn. four people bring the same thing you know and it's like oh yeah you yeah. get a bunch of yeah so Gotta have the mac and cheese i don't know that, that's how our like club one is it's really random because it comes from like all different types of cultures that mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a, like a mashup of like something good from everywhere mm-hmm. i mean that's we good have, like, like we that. also have like little caesars and popeyes on the table too and those are gone like that's, that's American culture yeah oh yeah that's true but then like you know like <laughs> i see the point but then again we like when we do stuff like it's not like an open potluck either it's like list what you're bringing so at least we know yeah we're not bringing something so that way you can fulfill that gap if like, someone needs to bring drinks or condiments or plates or something like that yeah yeah but when it's like intimate family yes like our like we have to make something specific to bring over tomorrow to my mm-hmm. brother-in-law's mm-hmm. place yeah me too i'm yeah. making something specific yeah I'll take some pictures of what the food looks like tomorrow. Yes. So you can see more specifically, what our organized yeah. potluck looks like. Like a feast for 40 or whatever. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. good. So. I love taking those photos of like just the feast before the grubbing. You know, yeah. Like you just see like just food. <laughs> Glorious food. Glorious food. And see how much of yeah. that will be eaten and the rest will be lunch for the next week and a half. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. That's how it goes. So turkey sandwiches ninja yeah. what are you doing bro same old thing going checking out the family i i, I don't know it's came out of nowhere <laughs> no I was october and november flew yeah this right. year went by fast <laughs> yeah no the year was fine but just these last two months flew <laughs> year went by quick for me <laughs> i'm just ready for some double baked mac and cheese that's all i know Ooh, that sounds so good i'm ready for it right now. really i i hate mac and cheese that's all my son wants to eat Oh, see, this is not that kind of mac and cheese. It's got jalapenos. It's got all the goods in it. Yeah. So I try to make something cool like that for him, and he doesn't like it. He wants basic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nothing cool. It has like a flake on it that's not yellow. (laughs) I don't want it. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Just eat it right now. It tastes just as good. Why is the cheese white? Exactly. What's this crumb stuff? (laughs) I'm like, Oh my god, where oh my does that goodness. come from? I'm really curious. Like, why are some kids like that and others not? It's Isn't so that just a developmental stage? Like, they I don't just know. My, my son's really picky. Thing. My daughter's not. 
That's oh, just, just interesting. very different. And I was very picky at that age too, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you just eventually you open up your your palate of food that you're willing to eat. I you know? had, I, I the only issue I was such a little greedy butterball. I like only it was just like really strong flavors. Like when I was little, like I had trouble with like mustard and olives. Yeah, but then I was like, I think I was like eating like shellfish at like four. Wow. <laughs> actually yeah dougie was like that kind of like that too he was just like yeah can i have some shrimp cocktail he's like (laughs) yeah my dad like gave me like a work function thing it was like my or like we were living in the uk at the time and my dad's boss came and like he uh, my dad's boss was like oh can i take you out to dinner and stuff and he's like yeah can i bring my family because like like he always took my mom and i and i think i ordered like mussels like steamed mussels in like white wine and like wow and i was like i don't know four quite literally and the and i think like the his boss his kids were like cheese pizza and chicken tenders please and like all the time he was like what is this kid who's like like drinking out of the thing (laughs) yeah wow you know what's weird with that not to keep diving to this food thing Mm -hmm. so my son's school they have pizza parties all the time but none of the kids want pizza like none of them care for pizza. Like when I remember as a kid, you bring up pizza, it's like the best thing in the world. But then like these mm-hmm. kids care nothing for pizza. Mm-hmm. It's they really it weird. No, it's not that. It's just like like every time a fa- like a parent wants to bring pizza for like a birthday, the school's like, uh, maybe you want to choose something different because what well, do they eat then? I don't know. It's just not pizza. <laughs> Interesting. Veggie sticks really and ranch. Hot. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, huh? I think we've hit this pretty hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am now starving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to eat and I'm like I'm ready. I'm ready for I'm it's ready for tomorrow. Yeah. It is dinner time for us. Danny's supposed to go to sleep soon. He's gonna watch Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. And then we all have a huge feast to prepare for and enjoy mm-hmm. tomorrow. And oh, if you're listening to this, we already did, and we're all lethargic and kind of just passed out somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to you for making it. Essentially, when this releases, yeah, we're already like yeah, food coma. Yeah. So, yeah. Hang out, food coma hangover, I guess. The ice. Yeah. Well, well, happy holidays. And yeah. to those that this is a stressful time, because it is for many, you know, you can get through this, you know, it's. It's a shorter season than it seems. And um, enjoy the time with your family and yourself and your shopping and, and your pets and, and your adopted <laughs> families and your families that you're hiding from. Good luck. All of you. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, we've all got that weird, weird family member that you're like, I don't want to have a conversation Damn, with them. Gonna be you know? Facebook block. <laughs> exactly. So good luck, everybody. Well, and thanks, thanks for joining Danny. us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for coming for having on me and on. letting us get dive into your family and what you guys think about and do stuff. So, pre- yeah, anytime. Pre- 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 I, we already know that your party is going to be lit AF. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be an actual party. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's in it. that case, Ninja A, roll us out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's it. Play the music. Peace. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Are you going to go to bed right after you eat? I don't know. I got to be a dad.